Welcome world. <laughs> it's another episode of Nerd Candy. It's me, it's Dolly Marie, and I am Nerd Candy. And with me is our local gaming injured guru, Edwin. Hello, hello. <laughs> so if he goes out while he's laughing, just laugh along with me. <laughs> <sighs> I like how you laugh at my pain. <laughs> so it brings me joy. <laughs> oh, see how it is. Ah, oh, that's the best way to start a podcast. Is I think so. <laughs> why not? Why not? Why not? You didn't answer. I said why not. Because, ah, I win. So, uh, whatever. <laughs> so last week we had a little bit of technical difficulties. We we're able to get our Alita episode out. So if you've watched Alita, go out and listen to our Alita full spoilers review because that's the best way to actually review that movie other than saying it's masterful and I know I I got a little heat from it from a few of my friends because I said Marshala Ali wrong and I called him a girl (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I know who he is (laughs) it's just I didn't know the name with the face so I'm like, I know his name, but I can't put it in my... I should have looked it up to see who I was talking about, and I didn't. Was that a Vector by any chance? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, he was fantastic in Alita, and there are rumors of him playing actual Blade. Oh, right. Yes, I did read about that. I didn't do much research into it, but I know there's that rumor going out. I've seen, like, they have fan art out there about that, too. That I have not seen, but... If it's him, I think they're probably going to be going for a younger version of Blade. Well, yeah, because Leslie Snipes is a little... Yeah, he's already in in the little older side. I mean, he did uh, try to be in talks to come back as Blade again, but, yeah, I mean... I mean, he did pretty good in in, um, The Expendables, so who knows? But if they are going with the actor who played Vector... He's a pretty good actor as well. Yeah, it, it's not like confirmed or anything. It's just rumor going on out there. <clears throat> and he was Uncle Aaron in Spider-Man Into Spider-Verse. He also was in um, <clears throat> what's that show with the House of Cards? He was in Luke Cage. So he's done a lot of stuff like Hunger Games, all these things, and it's like. I'm like, I know the name. I know the name, but I just can't put his face on it. So I just wanted to put up their disclaimer. You know, I'm going to call myself out when I say something that was completely wrong. I'm like, um, Muhammad Ali's daughter? And I'm like, because I know <laughs> she does act. And yes. she was, she's in, she's been in some stuff. So, oops, my bad. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's a common mistake. You know what I mean? Anybody could have done it. Yeah, but like I said, I just want to own own my mistakes <laughs> not be like, just leave that there in the past. Like, oh, it's in the past. You know, I know better now, but at least I want to call myself out and say, hey, I said something wrong. This is who this person actually is because <laughs> I have integrity. <laughs> you got to have integrity. <laughs> Watching a lot of South Park lately. <laughs> best, best. Best show ever. It's catching up on a lot of the old stuff that we missed. And from the looks of it, I think I missed a little bit more than what I thought, and I have to go back. <laughs> yeah, because I've made reference to stuff, and you're like, what? Yeah, especially the hamster. And it's like, no. it comes out in the it comes out in the fractured butthole, the, uh, the, the hamster. Yeah, the guinea pig. But I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go back and find that episode because I still haven't seen it. Yeah, like, I'm totally startled right now. They don't like, say I'm scared. I'm totally startled. Like, Cause, like super the- serial. Yeah, no, because, you know, they were mocking those, like, um, horror shows. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Zach Baggins and all that. And so they were kind of mocking that type of thing in that in that show, in that episode. So they kept on doing that, like, yeah, I'm totally startled right now. Wait, hold on. I think I saw that episode where they were making fun of Ghost Adventures. Well, and um... They make fun of Ghost Adventures multiple times. But oh, in this okay. one, they're making fun of them, and they have giant guinea pigs taking ah, over the city. Okay. Gotcha. So I saw in costumes, another. which is hilarious. <laughs> but <laughs> back from the past and into the present, uh, well, I'm actually going to, last week, since we didn't 
get to record due to technical difficulties. Hopefully, we'll get this resolved soon. Looking into investing into new um, laptop to make sure I don't have these problems anymore. <laughs> but Overlord came out last week to DVD, Blu-ray, and digital download. Nice. I'm actually looking forward to watching that. If you don't know what Overlord is, it's that Nazi zombie movie that came out. The Nazis are creating, like, super zombies. And from the looks of it, this one looks like it's a lot better than all the other Nazi zombies that they've tried to make. Well, because I think this one takes itself a little more serial than a lot of the other (laughs) Nazi zombie movies that I've seen. I've seen a German Nazi zombie movie. Oh, I've seen a few, and I'm just... I've seen a few, and I'm just like, why? Just why continue? I think it's, um, oh, what was it? Something Frankenstein. Or Frankenstein's Army, I think it was. Yeah. There's there's one that's, like, coming out soon, too. It's, like, the man who killed Frankenstein and someone else with a hammer. And I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a list, and I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm just going to glaze over this because I don't I take that seriously. Hollywood has run out of ideas. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's why they're remaking everything. Yeah, let's make a new movie. Hmm, zombies, uh, Nazi zombies, brilliant. It's like, <laughs> oh, let's just kill people with hammers, brilliant. Let's just remake Legally Blonde for a third time. I'm like, why? But it's Wait, hap- I, that's happening. That's happening. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah. It was a joke, but it's not a it's joke. It's not a joke. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. That, so that came out the 19th and coming out the 26th, which is the, you know, Tuesday after this episode, when this episode releases, is Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Wrecks the Internet. I've it's, heard a lot of good things about it. I've been dying to see it. It's just my schedule and everything else going on. It's been hard for me to catch the, a breath to watch it, so I think I'm just going to own it. Hey, why not? It'll make... Me we still too. have that gift card we haven't used so yet. So <laughs> happy. So happy. So very happy. <laughs> uh, that's my Robin Hood Men in Tights reference. <laughs> I'm so happy. The guy who played Robin Hood in that and Wesley from Princess Bride, he's coming to the Niagara Comic Con. Right, yes, along with Bruce Campbell and, uh, was it Lando Calrissian? I believe so, but I have, I, I'm just partial to, <laughs> I just want to hear him say as you wish, like that's, <laughs> or sing Men in Tights, something, you know, I love all those movies. I can't help it. He did a couple Mel Brooks movies and Mel Brooks is legend, so... He's been close to legend, so that automatically rubs off on him, if you ask me. <laughs> so I need to see him I and gotta, shake the hand that most likely shook the hand of Mel Brooks. I gotta rewatch uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. I believe I have it. I, yes, you do. <laughs> Among with other ones. Yeah, no, because I absolutely <laughs> love that movie. Like I said, I gotta, I gotta rewatch that one, and... um. And the Princess Bride. I haven't seen those in a while. Hachu, bless you. No, that's my name. Hachu. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of references. Awesome Dave Chappelle. Awesome Dave Chappelle. There's so many references that you sometimes throw out that, like, my brain's like, it sounds familiar, but I can't pinpoint it. Well, that's from Men in Tights. No, I know. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you're, <laughs> I am hopefully just you're not talking about that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I love, I speak in movie quotes. Yes, we both do. No, like, I, I really do. <laughs> but, yeah, so, oh, where do I go from here? So much stuff to talk about. I know I want to kind of briefly mention the fact that, you know, we did speak about the Dune movie yes. and everything happening with that. They added uh, Momoa to Dune. Not like the main act, uh, like the main character? Or? No, 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 no. Okay. He's, his name is Duncan Idaho. That's the character he's playing. He sounds like a Idaho. potato. I wonder if he's from Idaho. No, he's from a potato planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good one from a potato planet. Yeah, it's in space. How, how is he going to be from Idaho? Potatoes in space. 
Space, 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 space. Yeah, and starring Jason Momoa. <laughs> Aqua Bro. As a spud. <laughs> Is he trying to sell potatoes in space? We don't know. Oh my god, they should give him mashed potato hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh my a good God. one. Yeah, no, my mind just went so many places. I'm like, ooh, we should make a Jason Momoa sculpture out of mashed potatoes. Oh, if you only, I want to see that now. If you only had Photoshop. <laughs> I do, but I want to actually, like, take a lump of mashed potatoes and try to make <laughs> a Momoa statue. I think you need, that like, cornstarch or something to make it stick. I'm going to have to look this up. That would be the funniest thing to just Photoshop potato- mashed potatoes or potatoes all over Yeah, no, I want to make him into mashed uh, potato. Mashed potato. Like, make a mashed potato sculpture. It might be a failed it, not nailed it, but still. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it! Oh, my God. That would be hilarious. I wish I had more time on my hands. <laughs> I would totally do that. Just for giggles and guano. Guano and giggles. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we're going to move forward from that insane thought uh, to another insane thought. We're going to kind of dismantle the whole theory. The Black Widow movie yes. is not going to be rated R. And why not? It never was planned to be rated R. They don't want it to be rated R. The director is like, he doesn't see it being rated R, enhancing the film at all. He says, oh, okay, so an extra F-bomb is not going to make the movie any better. He wants a good story, and he says they can tell a good story without making it rated R. There's plenty of PG-13 spy movies, is what he says. Okay. And honestly, we, I mean, we've seen Scarlett Johansson and all these other movies basically that are PG-13 and still kick butt and still be her. So I don't see, I can kind of see his point where it not having to be rated R. Meh. I mean, I see what he, I see what he's trying to say. But then again, like she, her she, she origin already, story is pretty bloody and yeah, but she already violent. exists within a PG-13 world, so why take her out of the PG-13 world she lives in and make her into something darker than she's been for all these years we've been watching her as Black Widow? Okay, I see what you mean. I mean, we're already used to Scarlett Johansson and the way she plays Black Widow, so why make it darker when we don't have to? Yeah, like I said, I see, I see what, he, what he's trying to say. Yeah, so... And that's literally, other than the fact that it's supposed to come out May 1st. This year or next year? This year. Huh. It comes out May 1st this year, and they have kept so much information about that movie so close to the chest. Like, they won't give a trailer, they won't release anything about it, because it happens after Endgame. Ah, they don't, okay, I get it, you don't want too much, you don't want too much info to get leaked. Yeah, so since they're they're doing all this after Endgame, they're very protective of any story, any any leaks. They don't want to give us any details at all. I mean, she didn't. She wasn't one of the victims after the after the um after the snap, right? She I, survived. I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that's the whole thing. It's like they don't want to give any details. They don't want nothing. They they literally are don't holding... want it to be a surprise. Yeah, they're not until like after Endgame comes out. Then we'll probably start getting trailers and stuff like that for for Black Widow. That's actually a pretty. That's a nice. Uh, that's a good idea. But the thing is, it it comes out so close to after Endgame. Endgame. So it's like wait. So you're not really going to promote it till like, <laughs> end game? Like, if they're going to do it like that, they should maybe have held it up a little bit. Give it a little bit more room between end game and that movie so they have the room to promote it. Because they're not going to give us any information and it comes out right after end game. Because end game comes out in April, right? Yep. April, May. This is May 1st. Maybe they'll, they'll promote it 
as soon as Endgame. Like, you know how they do when a new movie comes out, new trailers and stuff like that. So maybe they'll do it for that. Yeah, but I'm saying it's going to have to be like a psycho blitz of marketing and tr- and all that. Definitely. For such a short period of time. Like, I think a lot of people didn't even realize that they're making this movie. I didn't really think they were. Yeah, because it's always rumors, been rumors like, yeah. oh, they're going to make a Black Widow movie. They're going to make a Black Widow movie. And I looked and I'm like, wait. I didn't really think they were making, doing it. It's re- it has a release date <laughs> <laughs> of May 1st. I'm like, wait, no way. I mean, every time Marvel's released a movie, they've pretty much hit it out the field. So let's see what happens. Hopefully it'll work out in the end. <laughs> Get it? End? Game? <laughs> ah. <laughs> you know, or maybe what they'll end up doing is like an end credit uh, of uh, Endgame. Yeah, because I, cause I saw a poster that says Mar- May 1st. Wow, and then May 1st at that. Yeah. Just but- a couple weeks after Endgame. <laughs> I'm going to assume that they might have pushed it back because I that's the only thing I saw was that one poster that said May 1st. Everything else says it's in pre-production or whatever. So, I mean, hopefully it, they are, or maybe they are filming as we speak. They're not going to give us anything until May 1st. Maybe that's what it is. But I that's the only date I've seen is May 1st. So I'm assuming I'm going to gonna go out there and, like, fingers crossed and say, they're not going to release it on May 1st. More like um, announce it. Yeah. I mean, because that'll be way too... Again, yeah, because uh, Endgame comes out, what, the 25th or the 27th? I think it's the 27th, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. To the calendar! Yeah, I think, I think it'll be the 25th of April. So then the next week is when, you know, the next week is when Black Widow would come out. Yeah, that's why I'm like, no, there has to be no way that poster or that, you know, that I saw was correct. So, like, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I'm like there's no way. Because they cannot do a psychomedia blitz, like, that fast to get people to actually go and watch this movie and, and put all their money into it. When everyone's, like, plotting and saying, oh, I'm going to watch this and then I have to watch Captain Marvel and I have to watch the other one and I have to watch the other one. And then people still need recovery time after Endgame. Yeah, especially because remember that's what happened last year. A lot of people just needed to set that breathing moment after Endgame to be able after to like Infinity War. Yeah, to, after Infinity War, in order to like actually like be like, okay, I can I can ingest another Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, because Infinity War that that ending for Infinity War was just was not expecting it. I mean, I I thought they were gonna hold off until, um, until the second part, for something like something like that. But not like okay, here we go. Here's the first. Here's the first part of Infinity War, and boom, shock everywhere. So many people died. So many people got you know eradicated. You know after the snap, it's like, holy crap. What you know? Who else is gonna you know disappear from this you know from this uh, universe? You know, I was like, I need a breather. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, and I, just to sit there and digest, I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think they're all dead. There's no way they're all dead. Like, <laughs> that movie took a lot, of, like, emotionally from all of us. So I, I really, I really physically, like, emotionally <laughs> doubt that they'll just do that. And we all know the end game is going to be the same way. We all know the end game is going to be a, an emotional roller coaster ride that I do not think we're ready for. <laughs> yeah, and that I like the fact that with Endgame 2, um, they are going to be doing that. They're not going. They're not giving us too much information. Like, the trailers have given us just enough to kind of make us intrigued and make us want to go. Where, like, we were watching... When we went to see Alita, we saw... Um, a trailer for Captain Marvel? No, Godzilla, King of Monsters. Oh, right. And I was sitting there, and I'm like, "Oh, you're giving me too much info. You're giving me too much, too much, too much." Oh, but I'm so excited for that movie, though. Yeah, but I feel like they were. I want to be in the theater and then like, be like, "Ah, oh, that's what they did with that monster, that creature." I mean, give me a few creatures in the in the trailer, and then give me more in the movie. I don't want 
everything in the trailer. So when I go to the movie, I'm like, oh, I already saw this. Oh, he does look cool, but I already knew he was going to look cool because I saw it in the trailer. I mean, I, I literally almost lost my guano when I saw King Ghidorah. I mean, growing up watching the original Godzilla movies and then actually seeing him again on the silver screen with, you know, better, what do you call it, graphics, um, CGI. Seeing yeah. s- seeing Ghidorah look like what G- King Ghidorah should look like. Not even him, but, you know, Rodan and also Mothra. Mothra looks badass. Yeah, but again, they could have kept a little bit of that for the actual movie. So yeah. I could have been in theater and be like, oh, my God. Yeah, Like, they... I wanted those oh, my God moments in theater while I'm watching the movie, not ahead of time. So I'm, like, already desensitized to that oh, my God moment when I get to that moment in the theater i think they could have hold off especially on that part when godzilla is fighting against uh king Ghidorah. they could have hold off on that one like even though they didn't really show them like fighting but actually see him go head to head i was like uh, i agree with you on that on that part they should have hold it off for the movie yeah they should have like most of it sneak peeks of it it's okay but not like don't give me the full monster just yet you still, I still have a movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Like what so they did. Like, like Jurassic World. They did that too. Yeah. And then the second one, the second Jurassic World, they did that. I felt like they gave me way too much story. So when I went to the movie theater, I kind of already knew where the story was going to go. If they would have done like uh, when Rodan was coming out of the volcano, if they would have just kept it like that. Because we already saw the wing and part of his head. I was like, okay, that's Rodan. They could have just left it at that instead of actually seeing him fighting off, you know, jet, uh, fighter jets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they cut just little glimpses. It's all I needed just to hype me up to watch the movie. Don't give me everything. So when I go to the movie, now I have nothing to, like, look forward to because I've already seen it. Mm-hmm. But from the looks of it, if it's like that, if it's like that in the trailer, hopefully the movie brings a lot of action not like the first one yeah I, I, like they gave away like pretty much very little to what the story is and but they gave us all the graphics that we're going to be expecting mm-hmm. which i'm like eh, okay but i'm i'm big on trailers and i feel like trailers are very important and how you market the trailer to me can kind of kill it and like i I feel like giving too much information in a trailer can kind of kill it. That's why I think Endgame is doing marvelously with it. <laughs> Pun intended. Um, <laughs> they're, you know, they're giving you sneak peeks. They're giving you glimpses. Mm-hmm. They're giving you a peek at um, Hawkeye as Ronan. And you got, <laughs> you got like, little peeks and little, like, nods here and there. and But you don't have the whole story. You don't have... So you're going. I'm going to movie theater still. Like, okay, what's going to happen? Where I don't feel like that with Godzilla King Monsters. I, I'm already kind of going in thinking, okay, this is what's going to happen. I mean, they did the same with um, with Alita Battle Angel. They didn't really show that much, and then once we went to go see it, I was like, oh wow, this is a lot better than what the trailer showed us. You know? Yeah, like Alita Battle Angel. I was like, okay. I have an idea of what's mm-hmm. going to happen, but I'm like, but where are they going to take it? I wasn't sure. So that's good. That's what you want to go into the movie because you want to go in not knowing what movie you're going to watch. Like, have an idea of what you're going to watch and then be surprised. That's the whole fun of movie going to me. Mm-hmm. So I hope I hope it's a good movie. I hope it doesn't... I hope it's not too dry like Godzilla 2016. Yeah, that one wasn't great. I felt bad. No. I watched that one. I'm like, okay. I saw, like, glimpses. At least, like you said, we're going to get more creatures. We're going to actually action. get their creatures. are actually going to get more FaceTime. Yes. Yeah, because, like, in Godzilla 2016, there wasn't much FaceTime. <laughs> like, you will see Godzilla about to go down against the moto, you know, moto and then all of a sudden... Cut can't... to Brian Cranston. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love Brian Cranston, but the movie's titled Godzilla, not... Brian Cranston. <laughs> Versus Godzilla. <laughs> Basically. All he has to do is sneeze and he wins an Emmy. Basically. <laughs> but, 
Yeah, so th that's where I feel with that. And it's funny because I'm severing so far away from my notes this week. Where normally I'm like right on top. I'm like, oh, check, check, check. My notes. <laughs> I have so much to talk about. And the funny thing is I felt like I didn't have much to talk about. And now as I start talking, I'm like, oh, I actually have so much to say. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is what happens when I don't record for a week. And I'm like, oh, my God, I bottled all this information in my head. And now I'm like, Bleh. So what happened was. <laughs> <laughs> so. <clears throat> let's see another thing that we're getting information about but not much information about is star wars episode nine mm, yep wrapped filming that i read yes yeah but they're they literally that's another one that's not giving us anything i really hope they don't go down the same path as last jedi with episode nine because I liked Last Jedi. There were a lot of, uh, uh, what do you call them? You're, you... My brain is just bleh. foreshadowing. There we go. Yeah. There were a lot of foreshadowing in uh, The Last Jedi. And there were some parts, which I do agree with you, that just didn't need to be in the movie per se. Especially the whole casino. Yeah, that's that whole scene is a red herring within itself. It was unnecessary for the story plot line. We could have cut the whole scene. Cut right. it completely. Could have cut that whole thing from the movie, and it would have moved the storyline. The story would have moved a lot more. Yeah, because we smoothly. never met the guy. Yeah, we never. We kind of saw him at the end when they're like the animals are running through the casino. We actually see who the real guy is that they're mm -hmm. going to be chasing, and I'm like, yeah. So I, that whole scene could have been done away with, and we could have, like, sorry for you know the one Puerto Rican in space who's shady. <laughs> His whole character could have made it to the Traitor. cutting room floor. I'm saying, though, his whole character could have made it on the cutting room floor. He was unnecessary. Uh, that whole scene was unnecessary. He was unnecessary. They could have still went in there and got caught by that droid that caught them, that saw them. True. True, true. And we wouldn't have missed him. No. You got a good point there. Now that I look back at it, yeah, you do have a point. They would have seen him either way. Yeah, so him going and, and snitching or whatever versus them just going there straight without a freaking key master or whatever and getting caught would have been fine. That's what I said. I, hopefully episode nine ends with a bang because after this is going to be the end of the original trilogy and they're going to be starting a new one. So What, what he says is, um, the director, he's like, the one thing he wants the audience to take away from the film is to leave the film satisfied so hopefully he delivers and hopefully soon we'll actually get an official working title or an official title for the movie not just the working title because right now the working title is star wars episode nine so hopefully we will finally since they finished wrapping our filming and they're going into post and we'll get a trailer six months out from the release date is typically when they release a trailer and around that time, maybe a little bit before that, get an actual title. Now, episode nine, that's going to be coming out this year or next year? This year? This year? Yeah. Yes! Isn't it supposed to come out around Christmas? <laughs> okay. I mean, hopefully, after, like I said before, once this one is done and they start the new trilogy, because obviously Rey's the new, you know, it's the new Jedi, they start coming back with characters that were supposed to be in it yeah well at least we're gonna have lando calderazine yes the original the real one yes uh that i'm actually excited to see where he's at right now billy d williams i'm so excited too and he's also coming to the yeah he's also coming to the niagara con oh yeah mm-hmm well, that's okay that's a must <laughs> sorry but I just hopefully. got a little giddy for a second. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we get to see Cloud City again. You know, because remember, he is the uh, owner of Cloud City. He runs the place. So hopefully we get to see what it's what has become of Cloud City in Episode 9. Yeah, like there's so much they can do and so much of a direction that they can go in with that. Um, and see if Finn is actually his son. There are rumors. I hope they were just rumors and it's not true, but... 
That makes no sense. I guess well, that there were ru- there were rumors that Finn was uh, Lando's son. And they just took him and made him into yeah. and just gave him a number. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay, so <clears throat> I don't know. That's Finn, what I'm saying. Like it's Finn it's a should rumor. be dead anyway. <laughs> but <laughs> sorry. Hashtag no Finn. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag let him die and redeem his character. Stop being a coward constantly. Damn you, Asian chick. <laughs> but the thing is, like, <laughs> ugh, I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to leave it alone. Leave it alone. So the other thing is, um, also in the world of Star Wars, The Mandalorian also wrapped filming on the first couple episodes. That's going to be on Disney Plus, right? That's going to be on Disney Plus, and it's going to be 10 episodes for the first season. Ooh. I mean, that's kind of cool that they're coming out with a series of the Mandalor- uh, of the Mandalorians because their history is so intertwined with not just the Jedis, but with everybody else. Yeah, and I know a lot of people have heard about The Mandalorian, and if you're up on any of your nerd news, you you, you know, you have a lot of information on it. And it's going to be releasing in the back half of 2019. It's going to be like the one of the first actual um first things on the actual Disney Plus streaming um service. So like re- release it with a good bang. <laughs> Yeah, so they're releasing that, and then the, the first thing that's going to be on their streaming service is The Mandalorian. It's, that's cool. Yeah, and I love Jon Favreau, and he, he's the one who created it. He's the creator. He's not the director, but he is the creator. He created this world, and he is – I'm excited about that because he also created Buddy the Elf. <laughs> and Iron Man. I, I know, but – but he, he's Buddy, Buddy Elf. Elf. <laughs> he created Buddy the Elf. He's not Buddy the Elf, but he created, he created it. it. And, like, he's fantastic. Like, and I he's was listening to something, and they yeah. basically call him Disney royalty. Like, and I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Because they had him do Jungle Book, which I really enjoyed his version. Was that the one where, um, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Ah, uh, damn it. And then he's going to be doing, he's the one who's doing Lion King. The live action he's, Lion King. He's directing it? Yeah. Oh, Awesome. Now, if only they would have given him Aladdin, that would be better too. Aladdin would have been great with him directing it. Yeah, because I think he would—he's better at casting, I feel, than a lot of other directors out there. And that's why I'm excited about him. But okay, the Mandalorian uh-huh. is set to take place after Return of the Jedi, so it's in between the fall of the Empire and the rise of the New Order. So, in between. In that transition period is when this is taking place. And he's, like, not... He's, like, in the far outreaches of the galaxy. Like, nowhere near where the Jedi is and all that's happening. And that's kind of cool how they are putting it right smack in the middle. Yeah, the transition of of government power. (laughs) Because, like I said so many times right before uh, The Force Awakens came out, there's so much that happened in that time period when the Empire fell and the New Order rise, you know, rose to power. There was so much that, that went on in that time period that it would be so sweet to actually see at least one of the, one one story. Yeah, one perspective of, of yeah. what was going on. And, <clears throat> again, it's definitely not going to involve any of, you know, Mm-mm. the... What you the call Skywalkers it, family, the Skywalker family. So that's good, and it's not going to be Boba Fett. It's going to be a, a different Mandalorian. They haven't even released his name of what, like, his character name is going to be, but it's Pedro Pascal, who was in Narcos and Game most notably Game of Thrones. I love him in Game of Thrones. I, I get so sad when the mountain crushes his head. Uh, he fought so well, but then again his pride <laughs> yeah then he started to kind of like showboat and then that's what always gets you hurt mm-hmm. don't showboat you kill the monster after you're sure they're 100 percent dead then you brag not while you're fighting everybody knows that 
But it'll be kind of, it, it, like I said, it's going to be awesome to see another side of Star Wars, not just being the Skywalkers or the Solos or the Empire or the Resistance. Well, and then, too, we're going to have Gina Carano, who was in Deadpool. Mm-hmm. What was her name in Deadpool? Ugh. Can't remember right now. But she fought alongside... Um... Ajax. <laughs> Ajax. What was his <laughs> real name? Maurice, right? Um, oh, my uh, God. I have to watch Deadpool. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a while. My brain feels like it's like forgetting things. Lawrence or something like that. Yeah, so she <laughs> she was the, she was the chick that was fighting with him. Nick Nolte is going to be in it. And Apollo Creed, a.k.a. Carl Weathers, is going to be in it, which is awesome. I haven't seen him play. anything like... So and he has this that big bolstery like voice and persona and it's gonna be like it's gonna be fun seeing him in the Star Wars world mm-hmm. and the assassin droid IG eighty eight around Christmas time they kind of Jason um, Favreau said it that she's that that droid's one's gonna be in the series. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. And he is actually one of the deadliest bounty hunters other than Boba Fett and I keep forgetting what's the name of the other bounty hunter but his story in itself is amazing as well the IG-88? Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah so I mean maybe he's going to be the villain maybe the conflict is going to be between him and, and the Mandalorian I because he says he's a, he's a lone gunslinger mm-hmm. that's all they've given us so I don't know if he actually is a um a bounty hunter too. Oh, you mean the um, the Mandalorian? Yeah, could be Pedro Pascal's character. I don't know. We don't know. They don't give us anything. Mm-hmm. I know that the first episode is going to be um, directed by the same guy who did Star Wars Rebels. I haven't seen that one yet, but I have heard a lot of good things about it. And um, the guy who directed Thor Ragnarok is going to be doing an episode. And Bryce Alice Howard, the the chick from Jurassic World, also directing an, an episode. That would be kind of cool to see her uh, directorial her yeah. debut. See how you know, see what what kind of work she can do. Yeah, so there's there's a lot going to be going on with that, and I'm excited, and I can't wait for that to come out. That's why I was like, you know what? I don't think we've t- talked too much about it on here so i really want to make sure we did we did mention it in the past but then after that we yeah seen like i think we've mentioned we've spoken about it but i want you know to make sure that everyone is up to date with all the information about it not just me <laughs> but speaking of dates and lacking there of dates new mutants Uh, please tell me that they finally have a release date for that movie well (laughs) (laughs) that well is not so convincing okay so this is like the saddest story I think (laughs) I feel just the way it's everything that's played out for this movie like even the actors and actresses are kind of getting frustrated and people ask them questions they're like well you'll see it eventually and that's actually (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what one of the the actress who was in it, who was also in Glass. Okay. Like when they asked her about New Mutants again, she's like, "It's coming one day to a theater near you." Like, and you can tell like she's just frustrated. There is a date for it, but I know she probably does not feel confident in the new release date because this will be the third release date for it. But it's it's. We got the teaser in October of 2017. Because mm-hmm. I know they went back because they needed to reshoot some things. The The studio was not happy with the way it came out, was not happy with the way it looked. They said it needed to be scarier, needed more work. And they pushed it back from that. Originally, that was when they released that teaser. It was supposed to come out April 2018. So then they pushed it to February 29, 22nd, 2019. And... Then they pushed it again. As of right now, which is February. <laughs> well, to say, yeah, that was Friday. 
Yeah, yeah. So as of end of February, <laughs> the actual <laughs> date release date is slated for August second of twenty nineteen. But I don't feel very confident about that date. And I'm I'm from the way the actress responded, I don't think she feels very confident about that date. Because her response of it's coming one day it'll be released even though she knows and it's out there that August is the release date she didn't feel confident to say August hmm. so that in itself is like proof because they're supposed to be doing reshoots there still haven't been any reshoots damn I wonder what's going on like I still don't understand why they're trying to make New Mutants like scarier I think it's just the way it, it just didn't feel very X-Men like they didn't feel like it felt like a real X-Men movie and it didn't have that horror element of New Mutants is what they were saying. Okay. So it didn't feel like an X-Men movie and that's why they wanted to do a lot of reshoots. Huh. Just to get the story right. But then I believe what really is kind of, um, pardon my French, but screwing this movie over <laughs> is the Fox Disney merger. Ah. I think that has a lot to do with why there hasn't been the money put into it to do the reshoots and so pretty much like a lot of creative differences between both companies no i just think it's just that they're waiting for everything to be finalized they don't want to put movie into a project that comes out after the date that they no longer own the movie oh okay i see what you mean i gotcha so pretty much what fox is going to be well, because the Fox-Disney merger uh-huh. should be finalized this summer, like officially finalized, and then this movie slated to come out after <laughs> the when they feel like it's going to be finalized. So I think with all that and all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes of merging two companies, the money just hasn't gone that way towards that project per se. Huh. Okay. Well, that sucks. So, like, there's a worry that, like, the Fox merger might delay it even more. Man, I really hope not, because I've been really looking forward to seeing that movie. The other, there's a couple of, like, different speculations on what might happen to this movie. Uh-huh. It's either it might get just canned completely. Oh. Now that would really suck. I mean, from the fact that they're not happy with what it came out, with the product that came out. And then Disney's taking over, and Disney's done really good with all these type of movies. Maybe Disney sees it and says, yeah, no, let's just scrap it, throw it in the can. start all over from the beginning? Or the other speculation is that it might just, they might just dump it on a streaming service. Huh. It might just skip the theater and go straight to Hulu. Or Disney Plus. The rumor is Hulu because... Fox and Disney have um, majority shares in Hulu. Ah, And then with the Fox, with the merger, they'll have even more shares. So they might just dump it right there onto that. (laughs) Be like, here. And that's what it really feels like. And that's a big possibility. Even like the director and some other people are like, you know, the movie deserves better. It deserves its theater release. Like we put, you know, like we promised. But if the execs aren't happy with what they're seeing, they might just be like, all right, here, here's another B movie for Hulu. <laughs> and then end up being a cult classic. <laughs> I mean, one can only hope that it, it turns out that way for their sake. True. I mean, I really hope it does come out to theater. I'm really, really looking forward to seeing the new mutants, but hey, it's, it's in their hands. Yeah, yeah. We are at their mercy right now. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then just, I mean, just speaking of um, streaming services, I do want to kind of touch on Umbrella Academy. Just as I thought you would. Of course. I mean, we binge watched it. Oh, yeah. It was our Friday. So we mm-hmm. <laughs> sat and watched, watched the whole season <laughs> <laughs> in one sitting because that's healthy. That's how we adult. Okay, people? Yeah. That's how you're supposed to adult. Relationship goals. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hashtag adulting done right. (laughs) Ow. (laughs) I heard the ow. (laughs) 
So, Ugh. I enjoyed it. I felt it was a little too much of a melodrama at first. Like, the first couple episodes were very, this just too much drama. I'm like, where's the action? Like, when is something actually going to happen? I mean, I get this backstory. The first two episodes were kind of like their origins. And then it got better. And the finale left me with so many, like, possibilities of what can happen next. And, like, my mind's been, like, going in circles. I'm like, hmm, if they went back in the time, then they can do this or that. And this person might not be dead. And they might be able to save this person. They might be able to fix this. Like, (laughs) all this stuff went through my head on how they can fix everything with the knowledge that they know. I mean... So I'm already ready for season two is what I'm saying. It's mind-blowing because so much so much happens, and then right when you think that something's about to go right for them, it's like the rug's taken right from underneath them, and you're like, what's going on? Yeah, at one point you even said, can they do anything right? <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, you're, like, you're rooting for them. You're really hoping, like, okay, finally they're, you know, they're working together. They're finally putting their, you know, sibling rivalries, you know, aside. And then, you're like, what happened? Yeah, like, I swear, every time something goes good, something happens to set them, like, five steps, ten steps backwards. And And since you mentioned five. That's exactly (laughs) why I said it. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so, and that's what keeps it, you keep, you keep rooting for them because of that. It's like, come on, they really deserve a win. They've been trying so hard. Give them something. And I like that. Like, you kind of feel for each character, like every character. Um, Pogo, the monkey butler, (laughs) like or he, handler, whatever he is, yeah. No, he's the butler. He's the butler? Yeah. Oh. I thought he was like a... Like... No, a he's... A dude's sidekick or something. He served the, um, the master for all those years. He's the butler. Gotcha. And then Mom, who is basically the maid, slash their oh. artificial mother. Awesome cyborg. She's a nanny, basically. They all call Mom. And, like, each one of them... Like, even though she's an android, you kind of feel for her character. And you see that she does have some emotion, even though she tries to cover it up. But towards the end, you're like, wait, no. She's just hiding things. Mm -hmm. And she does have independent thought. She does. So, like, every character in that movie, like, you start to feel for. Even the, the dad who they kind of vilify most of the movie like you see little glimpse of him actually not being this horrible guy that they're trying to think remember him as i mean they were kids they 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 think that well he was very hard on them oh yeah and i'm not saying that he wasn't and and pushed children the way he probably shouldn't have pushed children (laughs) but he did have his soft moments for them oh yeah and he did care about each one of them but just didn't show it especially for seven yeah. Yeah. So it, and I mean, he gave her the violin that was like his wife's, and I still think he's from another planet. He has to be. I mean, that shot alone when his wife passed away, it's like, okay, there's rockets going off in the field, and he's letting go of what? Yeah, like sparkly stuff. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder if the things that he released from the jars were the actual, like, children. Implanting into the people. Interesting theory. Very interesting. Who knows? Maybe. Because he released it into the atmosphere, and then there was like 48 people born the same day the, to mothers who weren't pregnant when they woke up that day. Mm-hmm. Just out of the blue. Yeah. They, were, they weren't pregnant. Now all of a sudden they, they're pregnant and giving... Not just all of a sudden they're pregnant. All of a sudden they're in labor. Giving birth right there. Yeah. It's like, I was fine. Now I'm in labor. How the <laughs> f- am I in labor? <laughs> so, and that's what I'm thinking. I think it was maybe whatever he released kind of implanted those people finally got to them. And that's why he went around looking and trying to acquire all those babies. Oh, that just reminded me of... Because uh, maybe they are really his babies. Maybe. 
That reminded me of uh, Dean Winchester. Like, boom, you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> When Lester gets pregnant. <laughs> uh, yes. He has twins. That's funny. But it, it's it's an interesting story. I only got the chance to maybe read the first two issues when they first came out. And when we first started watching it, I was like, man, I do not remember none of this. Yeah. I think it was dark and brooding and everything, which is what DC tries to do. But it was dark and brooding and it was definitely engaging and you still got a story and you still got a feel for every character and they they weren't just one layer they were all multi-layered people and they all had and that's what I like about it I like characters who are multi-layered I don't want just a shallow one level character I want someone who has more to them than meets the eye and every character in there has that Especially Klaus. Yeah. Yeah. At first you're like, oh, he's just, you know, struggy or whatever. And then it's like, then you start to learn more about him. And he has so many layers to him. And and he actually ended up by the end of the movie like, or the series, became one of my favorite characters of the whole thing. He sobers up, you know, because, you know, you kind of feel for him. It's like, okay, he... Obviously, you don't condone his actions, but at the same time, it's like, okay, he pretty much, you know, drinks or, you know, drugs himself up because he doesn't want to, he doesn't want all those. He's scared of the dead. Yeah. <laughs> and his power is to conjure the dead. So. He's trying to drown out all the voices. So he's trying to go numb. Yeah. And not just that, just all the emotional trauma and all the other stuff that's happened to him. He just wants to numb himself to everything. And. That's what hinders him as a person, as as a a hero. And then when he finally has that, finds love, and and love is what actually helped him move on to the next level. And mm-hmm. and that relationship between him and Ben, five, mm-hmm. him and five. That's no, huh? Him and six. Six was it? I thought it was five. Oh wait, yes, yeah, six. Yes, six. Yeah, because five is the five the, is the, the one time that, warper. Yeah, the one that disappeared. Yeah, yeah, him and six. Yeah, that relationship between them—that's that, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and and ah, uh, that the, it has so much. Oh man, we've been talking for almost an hour already. <laughs> and I was here thinking, oh, I don't have that much to talk about, and then my mouth opened. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> I mean, time flies when we're having fun. Oh, yeah. Especially when we're doing podcasts. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> no candy in the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we haven't even got to talk about gaming yet. Because that Apex Legends is the one you've been playing? Oh, Anthem. Anthem. Okay. Yep. I, I, I lose track of what you're playing. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing Anthem. It came out uh, February 22nd. I don't like it. What's that? I don't like it. Uh, I, I bet you don't. <laughs> I'm arachnophobic. And oh, right, when the scorpions and stuff come out. Yeah, you call them scorpions, and they look like spiders to me. They look, that's, they're that's, mutated <laughs> scorpions, that's why. <laughs> that's the only reason why I keep saying I don't like it. <laughs> Other than that, it's fine. But then I saw those things, and I'm like, nope, nope, like, don't nope, like it, nope. don't like it. <laughs> so far, uh, like I said, it came out February 22nd. That was on a Friday. Um... A lot of hate, obviously. A lot of hate towards the game. Hate is gonna hate. Oh, yeah. But I've gotten the chance to sit down and just push aside all the experiences I had towards the, um, or that I got when I was doing the beta and everything like that. And it's a lot, a lot better. You know, it's a, obviously it still needs to do a lot of work when it comes down to the stability of the game, but they're working on it. Which, yeah, they've already released, I think, two patches, right? Oh, yeah. They, then uh, they do a day one patch? They did a day one patch, and then actually this morning, they threw out another one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They've already thrown out two patches for the game that just came out. Exactly. And then, which, it, it's good, because that shows that they're listening. 
and intently too because the load times are a lot faster now yes do i have the problem of the game crashing here and there yes but it doesn't happen as often so they are they are working their best to to fix that but coming down to story the story so far is pretty good the gameplay is amazing come on you get to fly around like you're iron man <laughs> yeah you know that's that's awesome in itself. You can customize your colors too. Oh, there's a lot of things you can customize. You know, you can customize the gears, the colors, even um, like you can put like a patch on them to you know distinguish him from other you know from other javelins. You know, the customizations for your javelins are endless, and that's that's awesome. And they give you enough resources to be able to buy uh, gear. That not only you can find in the world, but you can also buy. So you don't necessarily need to spend your own hard-earned cash for it. Yes, you can spend money on it for microtransactions and stuff. But other than that, you can grind in the game and actually be able to buy it and up to your standards. So to me, that is awesome. I don't really want to give out too much about it because I'm still waiting for next week that they're going to be uh, releasing another patch for the game so right there next week is when I'm going to start streaming it because the, the you know it'll, it'll be a little bit more stable so I won't have to worry about the game crashing while I'm streaming you know if, you want to hear your rage <laughs> no you do not want to hear me rage <laughs> well you don't rage that hard you're not that no, big a rager thank god I am not but uh, come on it was i raised more than you <laughs> yeah, it was this morning like no joke this morning the game crashed on me twice and i'm like why and you're like i'm right there i'm i'm fighting against the boss and i was like yeah i can't wait to see what loot i get and then you have lost you're like unknown error with network oh <laughs> yeah but you did say that when you crash though when you go back in you... yes at least it gives you all the items that you acquired till that point so you don't really lose anything and then the same as well it gives you the option to go back into the same session you were doing so this is why i'm saying that yes is there a lot of haters for ea of course there is they still don't want to let go of what happened with battlefront 2 i think that they really learned from their mistake but I really don't want to jump the gun yet. I really want to see where this game goes first before I put my two cents in because there's been many a times where I have uh, doomed a company early on and then the game turns out to be game of the year or a, an actually good game. So, Oh, so you don't want to do like IGN? No, I do not. Because so far right now IGN gave it a 6.5 and I was like, the game came out Friday 20, the 22nd of february why you know like don't give it such a low rating when the game has so much room to improve you know because come on they gave destiny i think it was an eight or a nine and i'm not hating on destiny i love playing it but it has gotten to the point where i'm like i really don't want to go back in it because it's just gotten stale well because and you said too that's one thing you were comparing earlier was the the grinding like you grind forever in destiny and like you feel like your grinding is for nothing in a way because it's all random yeah it's all random drops so it's some people say oh it's a 50 50 but really it all the first it all depends on your level and it all depends on your power level if it's not up to where it's supposed to be you're gonna get the the random drops you get are not gonna be that that great so it's like then why do i even bother you know, spending hours and hours grinding when I'm not going to get what I want. While in Anthem, you can. You can grind and you know that at the end of that grind, you're going to get what you're looking for. Because you can craft not only, you can craft not only gear, but weapons, you know, components, a lot of things that'll help you for your, for your javelin. And what I like especially about the crafting system is the weapons. You know, it's not like you craft a weapon and then it's just your basic weapon. No, you get to choose if it's going to be a common, uncommon, rare, epic, or masterwork. So, it's cool. You know, there it's a lot of tools that it gives you to really enjoy enjoy the game. 
So, Anthem, don't fail me. So far, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> and I will come back with more info after the new patch. And I will come back with the 90-day 90, 90 map that they threw out. So, here's, here's for them. And I'm going to keep enjoying the hell out of that game. <laughs> yeah. When is the, the Tetris 99 thing? Oh, it already came out. It came out, I think it was on the 17th of February. It's a battle royale, a Tetris battle royale, where you play up against 99 other players. Oh, speaking of which, I'm actually going to put up the subscription so you can actually play it, because I know you're, I know you actually want to. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I've seen uh, videos on YouTube, and it looks pretty sweet, because yours is right in the middle, and then everybody else's is on the side, so you actually get to see everybody else play and then you start seeing screens black out when those players just can't go anymore so it's how it works yeah so pretty much you got to try your best to be the last one standing out of 99 players okay i'm excited and i want to play (laughs) i know you are that's why i downloaded it (laughs) (laughs) well we didn't get to talk about it last week and that was one of the things like i really wanted to talk about because i'm like and it's it's cool because it's a simple it's a simple I game. I like old school like I love puzzle games. I you know I love Doctor Mario and that's why that's why I that's why I downloaded it because I'm like it's a simple game, and it's a new twist to battle royale. You know that doesn't mean that battle royale doesn't mean that it has to be you know a shooter. It can be so many other things. And this is a new age for you know. Enter the arena. 99 will enter. Yeah. One will win. And then Tetris at that. I know. You know, and then how many, how many, you know, how many people have you ever played against, you know, when you're a child? They're not even a child as an adult now. You play Tetris and be like, oh, I'm better than you. Now you can actually, you know, be like, yeah, I'm one of the, you know, one of the ones last standing in 99. What? Well, that's what, like, my brother and I, we would start the game. I would play, and then, you know, and then when I died, hand him the Game Boy, he play, and then we, like, go back and forth and try to, like, beat each other on the leaderboard. Like, that was our version of this, but, um, yeah, so I'm super excited about this, because this is, like, I'm That's very your thing. <laughs> It is. It really is. I can actually see you. Better yet, I'm going to record you when you play. <laughs> Because that's no. just going to be hilarious. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're not going there yet. Because I have seen you playing Dr. Mario. And I've seen your face when you just go, ugh, stupid. I should have done this. <laughs> Are you okay, honey? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I do kind of like, and I kind of zone out too. I'm like in my own world. I just stare at the the, the pieces and... I'm pre-plotting where everything's going to go. Like, I, I go into my own zone when I'm playing those type of games. And it's kind of cool to be able to see you in a multiplayer platform style going well, up against 99 What people. I like, too, is that it's it's a puzzle type of game, and it's not like Candy Crush and all those other ones where it's all about microtransactions. Oh, and no, if, no, no. If you die, you have to wait, like, this many hours because you can only die so many times before you can play again. Like, that was what frustrated me with those type of games. That's why... I tried the Candy Crush one time, and once I realized I died and needed to ask people for help or for more lives or how to wait, I was like, nope, done. I, I, actually, de- I, I deleted it from my phone, like, right away. I actually started blocking people on Facebook. I need help. I need lives. Block. Yeah. No, I just deleted <laughs> Like, I deleted the game, and then somebody was saying to them, like, I don't play these games. I don't play. I don't like them. I don't like I never liked the idea of microtransactions, of having to pay to play for more lives. If I want to play at 2, 3 a.m. in the morning and all my friends are sleeping, then what am I going to do? Like, I'm going to play, if I die three times, I'm done. I can't play anymore. That frustrated me so much. That's why I never liked it. I was like, I'd rather take out a Game Boy and just play. Yeah. That's why, that's why I can't wait to see you play Tetris 99 just to see how awesome it is. Yeah. Super excited about that. Because it, 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 it actually picked up a lot of players. Like, it's actually one of the, it's, yeah, it's one of the, it's on number one on the most downloaded list on uh, Switch right now. Number one out of Super Smash and uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. 
huh. among among other you know other uh, other Switch games that's you know that's come out, but a free to play game as number one, they're like, come on, that says a lot. Like Epic Legends, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we all know what IGN did. You know, Apex Legends started to actually pick up, and you know, their first review on it. Well. Ish. It's a boring game. It's it's like what any other you know battle royale game came out, you know has ever come out, and then boom, awesome. Now IGN's like, oh, this game is awesome. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, with that being said, go update your subscription so I can play, and we're gonna wrap this. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna wrap this so I can go play video games. <laughs> I think that's the best nerdy way to end this show. <laughs> oh hell yeah. <laughs> All right, so like us, follow us, comment. Tell us what you think about any of the things we talked about today. How are you looking forward to Mandalorian? Um, what do you think about Black Widow being not being rated R? Give us a little feedback. Tell us what your thoughts are. And come, come game with us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And on, Facebook, on Instagram and Twitter, it's at... I am underscore nerd underscore candy. And we're on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. We're everywhere. If you're not listening to us regularly, then then you have no excuse. We can You can find us anywhere. Because we are taking over. One way over another. <laughs> <laughs> and you can uh, come game with Edwin whenever he has the time to start switching. We're trying to set up a schedule so we can twitch more, stream more. But that's um, at the guy in the chair. Underscore through every, every word and a one for an eye. And a one for an eye, yep. So, night night nerds. Night night nerds. <laughs>